Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 27 of Transformers Armada. It is detection. This episode was written by Rio Moto Hira, but be patient, mm. dear listener. Hang in there. It's, yeah, it's not so bad. Uh, last time on Transformers Armada, we reviewed the first half of Transformers Armada, and in this episode, Jetfire and Smokescreen are talking a lot of smack. We're having ourselves a good old-fashioned bit of arm wrestling, I guess, and Jetfire manages to beat Smokescreen after a little bit of back and forth, and then oh, smoke, smoke screen has a few excuses. He's like, "Oh, my rotor cuffs." Are... Yeah, he's like, "Oh, you something, something." They need to for this. Here's one thing, <laughs> one thing I did like about this scene is like it starts off with them talking a lot to each other, and and it's a lot of close ups of their face. Yeah, because at first you don't see them; you just hear their voices. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh God, just somebody throw a punch, please!" But then they do a wide shot, and it's actually in an arm wrestle, so that's why they're not moving. So, well done, Rio Moto Hira. You got oh, you that time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, then Alexis talks for a little bit and she tells us that morale around this place has been just great lately. But she's worried about the next fight with the Zepticons opening bumper. And when we come back, we're on the moon and Thrust admits to Megatron that he's not exactly been batting a thousand lately. And he says it's because even though the Autobots are inferior fighters compared to us, at least on paper, they are better at one thing. But promise you won't get mad if I tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the up till now, like very intimidating and dominant Thrust, he's kind of a schmuck in this episode. Isn't he? Yes. He's like, please don't get angry. And Megatron's like, man, just fucking tell me enough games. <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, you don't work as a team like we we he, I don't think he says outnumbered. But like we, they have them on skill, they have them on weaponry, they have them on this and that. But the Autobots work as a team, and we just fight. And as he's saying that, um, Cyclonus and Demolisher are like, "Oh, this guy sucks! Like, shut up! Don't listen to him." And he's like, "See, this is what I'm talking about." Yeah, he's like, "QED, bitches! This is exactly <laughs> what I mean. Our priority now is getting the Sky Boom Shield back from the Autobots. Not arguing with each other because if we can do that." More Decepticons will come to Earth to join up with us. Except, wait, didn't the Decepticons already have the Star Saber and the Skyboom Shield? Well, they did at one point, but now the Autobots have the shield. So, but but then why is... Oh, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they were already in the position he wants to be in and it didn't work, then yeah, how does they... Yeah, yeah, I see where you're going. <laughs> Here's one thing I do have to say. I, did, I noticed about this show thus far is that Thrust and Megatron, their voices sound so similar <laughs> If, if one of them is talking and, and one of them isn't on screen, so I know who it is or isn't, I just, I don't know who it is. It's like that episode of Family Guy where Peter and the doctor are talking to each other and someone points out they have the, or not Peter, uh, the fa- Mr. Peter's father and the doctor. Yeah. And he points out, yeah, you guys have the same voice. Oh, I never noticed that before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, anyway, Thrust, then he's like, oh, but there's another matter to deal with. And he just eyeballs sideways. And then spaceship? Yep. We see this gigantic starship. Well, the it looks very big. It's flying past Neptune. It's it's all black, though, and has glowing lights. We see it better later on, and honestly, it looks like it would make a great cover for, like, a 1970s acid rock band. <laughs> yeah, we're fl- flying past the planet, yeah. Yeah. Boston would use that for sure if they ever put out another album. <laughs> anyway, we then go to uh, back to Optimus HQ, and Optimus and Hotshot don't know how to fix anything. Yeah, it's time to install new computers or something and red alert tells hotshot that doesn't go there and i just wanted to hear smokescreen off camera say that's what she said because <laughs> if any of them would say it it'd be smokescreen red alert has some serious dad energy in this because he literally is like look everybody just go take five i'll do it myself yep 
<laughs> You're just getting in my fucking way. Yeah. But then Alexis notices, hey, where's Jetfire? Mm. So uh, Hotshot's like, oh, he's probably being a lazy bum. I'm going to go be a lazy bum with him. Fuck you guys. And he leaves. Yep. He says, I'm not working on this. If he doesn't want me, screw him. And the, the kids follow Hotshot, and Carlos asks if the Autobots are heading back to Cybertron when they get their shuttle fixed, so I guess that's what they're working on. And Hotshot says, yep, we are, but first we need to find all the Minicons on Earth, and that's going to take forever, but uh, we might come back to visit someday. <laughs> He's like, because I might eventually miss you guys while I'm thinking, like, okay, these kids have another, you know, 80 to 100 years, if they're lucky, yeah. of life left. Fucking hotshot, you're going to be alive for another four or five million years. Yeah. You're not even going to see their great, 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 great grandchildren. Now we get this like a really good example where it's obvious that the actors recorded their lines separately because Rad mentions Jetfire doesn't really act like a second in command. And Alexa says Jetfire is nothing like Optimus, Optimus. And then hotshot bends over so his face is upside down in front of her. And he says, and he's not as good looking as me either. Like the emphasis is all wrong. Like the, the line should have been, and he's not as good looking as me either. Either, like or or can we can we focus on the fact that again a multi-million year old robot is suddenly hitting on a 12 year old girl yes because she says something about oh yeah you do have a rugged charm and he's like oh really really you think i'm cute and it's like oh i wouldn't say or like i promise not to tell and it's, like, it's uh, they, they treat it as cute and it's whatever it's playful banter when she does it with the boys and there's yeah. like i you know what i will say i would have liked to see a the start of a budding romance by now i thought she and Carl Carlos were going to have like their first crush. That didn't happen. But the thing with, yeah, the thing with Hotshot is just, it's creepy. I don't like it. And now it's a clip show because oh Jetfire is watching footage from previous battles. And who the hell is getting all this footage? I want to know because <laughs> like this is before Laser Peak. But I bet it was G1 Megatron where he had cameras everywhere. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's obviously just the clips from, so I figured it was First Encounter Jungle and Palace thus far. Um, and the kids are like, hey, remember this battle? Remember that one? Yeah, we're just seeing clips of the show. And I was legitimately worried we were going to get a clip show. It's about the right time to get a clip show. It, yeah, right about the middle of the of the thing. And finally it gets to a clip of Sideways and Jetfire's like, wait, 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 who's that? I don't know who that is. And they just talk shit about Sideways. They all, like the kids in Hotshot, tell him, basically, he's a spy, he stole the Star Saber, we all hate him, he's crap. Yep, and now with Sideways on the moon, he and Demolisher are in some remote area of the base, I guess, and Demolisher wants to bend thrust into fucking pretzels, and Sideways <laughs> is like, all right, let's do it. Yeah, Sideways convinces Demolisher that killing Thrust against Megatron's orders is actually for Megatron's own good. You know what? I like Sideways. I like the maneuvering he's doing. He's He is manipulating the dumbest Decepticon to the point where uh, Demolisher's like, D I can do this. I'll convince Starscream to help, and I can talk Cyclonus in the Sideways. Like, dude, 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 if you can't do this on your own... I'm not going to work with you. Yeah, Sideways is like, all right, never mind, man. I'll do it myself. And Demolisher assures him, all right, no one's more loyal to Megatron. I'll do it. Then we go back to Jetfire, and he's showing more clips. And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, but this is the last clip we see. And I think it's from Reinforcement that reveals Sideways was the one who shot Cyclonus out of the air when he was chasing Blur and Hotshot. Yep, because he does the old animated prowl zoom and enhance bit on the dust in the background. And yeah, lo and behold, there is Sideways. <laughs> I, I love that Alexis looks at it and says, I don't see any signs of digital editing after he zooms and enhances. Yes. He's enhancing it. He's editing the image, Alexis. You are not good at computers. <laughs> yeah, it must be real, but why would Sideways help them? And commercial break. And when we come back, Thrust 
is he's at a, a meeting place. Apparently Megatron was going to meet him here, but he's just in the middle of nowhere on the moon on a pile of rubble. And then Demolisher bursts out of the rubble and fairly easily takes out this incredibly powerful warrior. Well, yeah, he just hammer throws him. But this is kind of neat, though, because he, he swivels on his hips like 360 yes. yeah. around and around and around, around, but his feet aren't moving. That's kind of cool. And he, when he throws him, it looks like he should just fly a country mile, especially on the moon, one-sixth gravity. But when it zooms back out, he's like 10 feet away. Yeah, but f- further away is Sideways, who sees this, and then he walks off to some cave, and there's like a monitor built into yeah. the rock. He's going to report into somebody, I guess. I have a prediction, Paul. The moon is Unicron. Ooh, okay. Because there's metal inside the moon, especially with what happens later with that button. I'm going to bet this show is going to insist that... I mean, hey, Prime said the fucking Earth was Unicron. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's it's not that much of a stretch, really. No. Um, anyway, he the, he walks up to this monitor that's like built into the rock, and he starts reporting in. Uh, and then uh, demolish is it Demolisher comes around the corner? No, uh, Cyclonus. Starscream. Starscream. Starscream's the first one, yeah. And sideways blasts at him, but misses. And then Demolisher and Cyclonus come around the corner too. And Starscream tells him Sideways is up to something. And then Thrust comes in and says, "This means Sideways is plotting against our great leader." who then he shows up after a bit of talk and sideways realizes he's fucked. So he, like I said, he runs to, uh, there's another part in the wall where the rocks move and reveal a button. He pushes the button and it's the cave-in button. <laughs> yes, the entire place caves in all around them, and uh, he escapes, but Thrust transforms and flies after him. And Megatron tells the others, don't follow. I want to see Thrust do this. I, this is a test of his loyalty. So uh, we go back to the kids, and they don't know what to do about Sideways or what his motivations are, but Fred is hungry. <laughs> yes, it's like Jetfire doesn't know. Vaughn wishes he knew. So do Carlos and Fred. Or... Uh, so does Carlos, and the Fred's like, "When are we gonna eat?" It's like the fuck that made me laugh. Yeah. It was it was so out of nowhere. And then... <laughs> but it's been established that Fred is diabetic, correct? Well, I think because so, he always mentions his blood sugar. Yeah, dear listener, if you have a friend who's diabetic and they start saying, "When do we eat?" I'm really hungry. Get them some food. Yep. <laughs> orange juice at least anything yeah something with some sugar in it anyway uh we then go back to the moon and uh, sideways and thrust have a pretty good fight well yeah because sideways is trying to hide i guess in the wrecked part of the minicon ship but then a metal beam gets thrown at him completely out of nowhere and it's thrust attacking from invisibility yes so sideways figures instead of shooting at thrust which he tries for a bit he starts firing at the ground to create a dust cloud so he can see him but he gets distracted by thrust's minicon whose name i can't remember so we'll call I him gregory 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 i'm gonna minicon. go with gregory <laughs> okay. uh and then um uh, all of a sudden thrust is like at his side at sideways side yeah he just appears right in front of him because he sees the minicon but he used that as the distraction, right? Thrust just appears and grabs him by the horns and just knees him in the gut and kicks him in the face. Then there's this very brief shot of sideways ramming him in motorcycle mode, the positive 1724. And watching all this from a cliff is Megatron, who's impressed, but he orders Thrust to finish him. And then Sideways turns into static, much like he did when he came from the internet. Yes. <laughs> I have it down that he turns it, his eyes glow red and he turns into dust or locusts or something. And he it's, flies. It, it's to kind where... of dust, but it, it it's almost like the shape of a dust cloud, but it's filled with TV static. Yeah, TV static. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of uh, oh, the, the girl in the ring. For uh, yeah, yeah, I can see it where she would flicker in that. Yeah. Uh, and, 
anyway, Megatron's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm, I'm coming down with a Star Saber. And he comes in and literally slices sideways in half. Yeah, just like the way Cliffjumper died in Bumblebee. It's just yeah. right down the middle, but then sideways just T-1000s right back together. Yeah, and then the others, like all the other Decepticons up in a cliff, open fire, Megatron's like, whoa, 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 stop, stop, stop. I'm going to take care of this. And he hacks uh, sideways apart, who just dissipates into a static cloud and falls on the ground. Yeah, he kills him five times before he hits the ground, but (laughs) again, he just forms right back together, but now he looks a bit like a Quintesson, I thought. Oh, I didn't think of that at all. I just, so what he looked like to me was the head of the biker when he's in his vehicle mode. Okay. And that biker took his helmet off. He kind of had that same head, but now that I'm remembering what he looked like, he he had tentacles and everything. He really did look like a Quintesson. Oh, wouldn't that be cool if the Quintessons were working with Unicron. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, because he he flies off saying, ah, oh, fuck you, Megatron. There's millions of Minicons and we'll see who wins this race. Boogity boo. And then he disappears. Yeah. And I can change my appearance at will and fight at any power level. So, yeah, so yeah. long, dickhead. And now on Earth, we're squaring off on the beach, the Autobots and Decepticons, and it keeps showing brief clips of that starship we saw earlier i wouldn't say brief clips i'd say flashes like it's it's literally seven to eight frames at a time it's not a full second by any means and it's just yeah it's megatron yeah i'm gonna beat you optimus and optimus oh you're not you're being bad boy megatron and then we just keep cutting to this ship and dear listener this is the best shot of it in my opinion where it looks like a 1970s rock album Jig is up. Sideways was caught with his pants down, or head off, I guess, and now the other Decepticons know he's a shit disturber on someone else's payroll that was trying to get them to fight each other. But after Megatron slices him into pieces with the Star Saber, he just turns into Ghost Quintesson mode and flies away. Later, bitches. Also, there's like a million Minicons left to find, so good luck with that. Bye! What? Why leave now? Did you ever see that Michael Douglas movie from the 90s? The game? There's that line? And just when you think it's over, that's when the real fucking starts. Remember that? Well, this is your time to really start fucking with these guys. You can take any form, disguise yourself as Starscream, walk up to Megatron, punch him in the face, and run for it. As soon as you're around the corner, change form to blend in with the wall, then just wait till the real Starscream gets home. You, you can even tell Demolisher and Cyclonus, you gotta come fucking watch this. Don't even bother changing form. Just follow them around in ghost mode doing annoying shit. Get an air horn and blast that off every time one of them tries to talk. Tell them knock-knock jokes while they're trying to sleep. That's a weird owl reference. Unscrew the cap on the salt shaker. Short-sheet the beds. Knock shit off tables. Trip the... Here we are at the end of another episode of To Fin Piss. The episode was Detection. Paul, could you find anything wrong with this episode? I like this one. Me like, too. I had no idea it was real mode here. Uh, the kids aside, this is pretty much a Decepticon episode, but if Sideways is actually a being that can take any form and fight with any power, what's he doing wasting his time with the Transformers? Like, he's kind of like Alaric from GoBots, right? Like, these guys are kind of beneath you. He could basically be a Silver Surfer type, right? Where he's working for some greater power. I mean, he's obviously in league with Unicron at this point. We got to figure that one out. Um, Yeah, you know what? I have to say, when this started, I thought very early we were getting into not only a real Motohira episode, but a clip show. And I was just like, oh God, here's 22 minutes of my life. I won't get back. But I was pleasantly surprised. Can't lose them all, even if you're real Motohira. Yeah, no, look, (laughs) the action was solid. Like you said, it was pretty much a Decepticon episode. Normally, I would have said this episode, I'd give it like a 6.5 out of 10. But for real Motohira, that's like a 19 out of 10. (laughs) The next episode, 
episode Paul and I are going to review is Awakening. If you want to see two guys who are asleep, uh, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John, this week. I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at PMEC for someone. Yeah, and I had a look, and I don't think Michael Douglas, the actor, is on there, but lots of other people with that name are, so you can say hi to them if you want. And Make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, whatever you listen to Boston with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com, and until the next episode, greed is good. <laughs> See you later. I'll do it.